0: Hello and welcome to episode one of Droning On with Altius Images. I'm Todd Dudley, and I'm the founder and director of Altius Images. And in this Droning On series, I will be interviewing people in the drone industry. Today, I'm delighted to be chatting to the CEO of Drone Safe Register, Mark Boyt. Enjoy the podcast. I'm delighted to be joined by uh, CEO of Drone Safe Register, Mark Boyt. Today, Mark, how are you?
1: Yeah, very well. Thank you, Todd. How's things?
0: Yeah, really good. Thank you. Really good, RN. Thank you. So, before we sort of dive into what you're up to these days, if we can get a bit of background on you, that, that'd be great. So, what made you get into drones at the start of it all, and, and how long have you been, been into them?
1: Uh, drones, really a, really a career change. Um, I'd actually been running dealerships, I've uh, been in the motor trade for, for many years, and I think, you whether it's a midlife crisis or not, but I just <laughs> got bored and always been fascinated with stabilised imagery, Okay. Yeah. and made the break to become a qualified drone operator.
0: I see. Then that- obviously
1: realised that there's more people acting illegally than legally. Yeah. And um, there was no safe platform existed for members of the public to, to you know, obviously find drone operators that are legal and, and obviously insured. So that's the, the idea of Drone Safe Register was born. I see.
0: Okay. And, and w- when was that then? What, when did you start the uh, the, uh, the
1: idea. The idea dates back to 2014. But we actually launched November 2015.
0: Okay, I see. So it all got going pretty quickly. And did you yeah. bef- before the register existed? Did you did you start out doing any work yourself? And if so, what what kind of work? Yeah,
1: you yeah. Doing? No, you know, you know, I, I still have a very small production company. But obviously, obviously, my commitments with DroneSafe Register means I, I very rarely get to, to to fly these days. And obviously, I'd much rather concentrate finding our members' work than than myself work. You know, that's very good of you.
0: That's very good of you. Um so c- touching on onto onto drone safe register a bit more specifically can can you explain to the listeners what exactly the platform is
1: so drone safe register we, we are we are the UK's largest network of professional drone operators so so very um, carefully and and, and obviously some hard work over the last 4 years we we've built up a a network of of extremely professional operators so we we can now offer like a nationwide service and lots of our members are working with each other as well, which is very rewarding. I think our last survey, 60% of our members are actually networking and working with each other, which is which is really, really great. And I say, when you've got a network like that, full of professionals, and I say we've, we've got some very early adopters of the industry as well, um, it you know, becomes quite powerful.
0: For sure. Yeah, for sure. It, it seems like a, a great platform to be a part of. Um, you, you mentioned there a couple of times being a professional drone pilot. I'm sure most people listening to this probably do understand that process, but can you just outline that process of becoming a professional or approved pilot just briefly, just so people understand? As
1: as, as I say professional, um, we we only invite people that have a CEA permission, so that's a permission which has been granted by the CEA, and we also obviously invite people to be insured as well. So anyone hiring one of our members knows that they have the CEA permission and they're insured. We also display joining dates as well, and we're just about to roll out DBS checks as well throughout our network. So, you know, we hope in certainly 12 months' time, everyone will be DBS checked, insured, and have a CA approval as well. So, but to, to obtain your training, if, if anyone listening to this wants to get trained, just go to our website, look on the homepage at the top, training providers, you'll see a list of all the top UK CA approved training centres, and it's worth getting in contact with them because that's, that's the best place to start the journey.
0: And the the website will be linked below, so just click through there if you, if you want to have a look. Thank you, thanks, thank you. Yeah. No problem. Um, so, yeah, you mentioned briefly why you think it was needed, and a lot of that was because you thought there were more sort of illegal operations going on. H- how much do you think that's changed now? Do you think it's getting better? Do you think it's getting worse? Do you think we're about the same, or, or what, what do you think?
1: Uh, I, I would say it's probably got worse recently. The the, the, the problem we have is the, the CEA, uh, you know, obviously write the law, so the the police have to enforce it and not much enforcement is is actually going on at the moment but the risk to drones hasn't been or say so risk to members of the public or injuries hasn't been very high so you know it's probably not a priority at the moment for police forces to to police it you know obviously police forces are under underfunded anyway mm. so it goes back to the fact you've got a guy flying his drone near a town center or you've got someone that's just been mugged in the street, you know, or a shoplifter's just just stolen something out of the local Sainsbury. So so that, that's the problem we've got. So, so there is still, sadly, lots of people operating. And again, people just don't know. Mm. Um, you know, what we come across quite large companies hiring drone operators that, that shouldn't be because they haven't got permission and they haven't got insurance.
0: And just sort of jumping around a little bit, but when the, the Gatwick fiasco from, I think it was Christmas 2018, wasn't it, when yeah. all that popped up, there was a lot of people that said to me, oh, that, that must be a nightmare for you guys because it gives drones bad reputation, that kind of thing. And actually, selfishly, I, I sort of thought at the time it actually might make regulations a little bit stricter, which might, which might make it more difficult for people that aren't qualified to fly drones. So actually, I didn't see it as necessarily a bad thing. What was, what was your take on it? Do you think we need, not need, but do you think an event like that actually might help us because it will make the laws a li- little bit more strict and a bit more enforced?
1: Yeah, you know, you know, the Gatwick was, was obviously damaging for the industry, you know, clearly, you know, massively you know, damaging for the industry. And as I say, my views on it is, I was undecided, then I was decided there was a drone, and then, then I'm probably undecided now because of events that have happened since then. You know, we had a network meeting where we actually invited the, the, the police commander who was in charge of the, of the event, and after he left, I actually thought, yeah, actually, there probably was a drone, but Following that, some things that we've offered to do to help police forces haven't transpired, and that's where I think there maybe wasn't a drone. So, But no, it's, it hasn't been very good for the, for the drone industry. If, if I had a pound for every person, said, oh, were you the guy flying at Gatwick? <laughs> Me too. Um, but as I say, yeah, I'll be a very, very wealthy guy. But <laughs> hopefully that's behind us now. But you know, it just goes back to the fact people just need to understand how helpful and useful drones can be used correctly, by, 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 by the right operators, you know. Mm,
0: yeah, for sure. Um, and then just diving in a little bit to, into a bit more detail, I noticed on your website that you've recently launched, launched the schools program, the drone school program. Yes,
1: yeah, drones for school.
0: Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about that and how, how it's been yeah, received, dr- how it's going? Dr-
1: drones for school was really, um, it's, it's really members going into a school and, and just explaining to them how a drone works and how it can be used safely. And obviously, all the various applications for drones. So, it's it's a course that we had made. I think we've had about 160 schools wow. take advantage of it, and it's also been a very good um, opener for our, our operators to 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 get very known, you know, sort of well known in their community mm. as the local CEA-approved drone operator.
0: Okay, that, sound, that sounds like a, a great initiative and a great idea. Yeah, I um, know yeah,
1: it's, um, it's it's rolled out very well.
0: Good. Excellent and that that's just going to keep keep going I assume in 2020
1: yeah, as I say all, all members have got the, the you know the access to the material um obviously it's it's not uh, it's not a paid for service mm. but on the back of it we've had lots of schools booking pilots for yeah I'm sure sort of aerial school photos and stuff and many members uh, of the the school obviously the pupils the parents have been you know made aware of what drone technology can do because obviously they all have businesses as well you know mm, for sure. And for
0: anyone that's listening, that is a uh, qualified pilot but is not a member of Drone Safe Register yet, uh, can you can you just explain a little bit about the, the benefits you get as a member? Because it's not just maybe getting a bit of work. There are plenty of benefits. So could you explain no, that? No, you
1: know there's there's obviously lots of benefit. You know, we are a business like all drone operators are businesses. So, but as I say, certainly over the last twelve months, we've we've you know we are gaining traction, uh, not just us as an organisation, but as the industry grows. So there's more and more people that, that want to use drone technology. So you know we've had our busiest starts of the year ever, and we just continue to grow. But with, we're really growing organically. And it sounds awful, but we're not really looking for new members on a daily basis. We just want to look after the members we've got, and build our network organically.
0: It's a good place rather to be. Than, that sounds good.
1: Rather than rather than having thousands of pilots to to obviously. Um, look after and find work for you. Know? For
0: sure, yeah, for sure.
1: So, you know, th- th- there's lots of benefits of, of, of obviously joining us, um, and you know we we'll probably need another podcast for that. But there's, there's so much stuff that goes on, um, within our network and so many opportunities that that members have. It's um, yes, yeah, it's, it's all it's all got quite exciting, really.
0: I think I think 2020 could be could be a good year for you guys. I think which should be good.
1: Yeah, I hope so. But so it started off very well. We just launched 12. I think it's 14 actually. We've added a couple. We've just added, added launched 12 new products because obviously our, our, our operators don't just specialise in drones. So we just ordered tw- sorry, just um, launched 12 new products, which are already gaining traction and bookings are coming in for them as well, which is good.
0: Yeah, so that, that's probably a good a good point to, to note actually. Despite being called Drone Safe Register, you you offer sort of ground ground photography, ground videography, and that kind of thing as well.
1: Yeah, groundfreed or for, but I say more specialists. Stuff like you know, we we do car camera tracking now. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've got members that that can lift very expensive cinema cameras, so we've added that. We've added FPV filming. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think FPV uh, filming is certainly a one to watch.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Ca-
1: ca- coming forward, we do 360 tours now. So a lot of members specialise in that type of stuff, elevated mass photography. So yeah, so it's a, like a one-stop shop now. Yeah. But as I say, well, we're never going to go away from from being. The UK's leading drone provider. Mm-hmm. At all, it's just capitalising on the yeah uh, adding skill those things we've on got with, uh, obviously within our network.
0: And then it, it would be foolish of me to have you on the podcast and not ask you about Dragons Den. So I'm, I'm sure you've been asked a lot about it, but I'm going to ask yeah. you about it as well yeah, if that's all right.
1: I, I, I haven't even watched it, but if you watch <laughs> it, you can see or you can hear how nervous I was. So, so Dragons Den is something I probably wouldn't do again. <laughs> um, but I changed my pitch. Just just before we're due to go on, so right. The, the idea of my pitch was to be just have a table with drones on it, yeah. And when we're all setting up, you have like a green room and a and another room, so these these desks are wheeled in. And I looked at him and thought, no, I'm not going to blow them away here. So I said to my researcher, you know, I just want to put four cones on the floor, so they have no idea what's going on. Yeah. And then obviously just fly the drone through the hallway, through the lift. Yeah. And then you turn the drone off, and I remember turning the drone off and. Looking up and thinking, "Christ, where am I?" <laughs> and and then obviously you start doing your pitch. So at the start, I was, I was incredibly nervous because obviously, if anything would have happened, yeah, um, you know, it's quite a quite a tricky flight to do. Yeah, that's what it's I thought. Indoors, it. but what, what was quite disappointing is is obviously we had to check with them if they're happy with drones to be flown near them. <laughs> um, well, obviously, it's it was indoors, so you know it doesn't come under um, CEA yeah. law. But um, it's always, you know, correct just to, to make sure people were happy, and they were. But no, it's, it's, you know, it was good, it was an incredibly good experience. And for DroneSafe, it's been fantastic because we're now a brand. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, millions and millions, and we're still having work booked today. You know, bear in mind we're the tenth of February, twenty twenty, and it went out September eighteen. People are still watching the video now, and contacting us and booking our pilots, which is which is pretty incredible really and you say uh it, was, it sort
0: of turned you into into a brand I think a, a huge part of that was obviously getting getting Peter Jones on board uh yes. who, who's my favorite dragon personally and I'm sure he is for a lot of people what what's he been like since I mean, it's, it's interesting to think about what it, what the sort of first weeks and months after that were like was he was he fairly hands-on did we just Born part of his yeah, team, you know, or... you know,
1: peter peter is is obviously a realist. he knows that, that the industry is you know you know, you, you may say drone Save register was launched four or five years, well' say so it's only four years old, but you may say drone Save register was four years before its time mm. because no one knows or people still don't understand what drones can do and, and how drones can change people, but Drone Save register is still very much my business, and but obviously we have the input from him and you know the expertise of his staff when we need it.
0: As you say, that's that's sort of invaluable, really, isn't it? Having someone like that behind you—that's yeah, you you know, great.
1: Having him get involved in in stuff that when we need him to get involved is—you know—you can't put any value on that. But you know, we didn't go on Dragons then for for money; mm. we we actually went on there for the exposure. Yeah, and, yeah, for and sure. That's exactly what we got from it. Yeah, because, you know, it's been it's been fantastic. And as I say, people are still you know phoning us up weekly. Mm. You know, oh, you know, what can you do for us? And there's lots of exciting stuff that. I can't share at the moment that is going on but you know things take time yeah for sure and, um, which is a pain for me because I'm quite an impatient person <laughs> so, but no it's it's, it's all going to be really exciting and I say this is probably one of the most exciting years for us because it's you know because obviously I, I know what's going on yeah so it's, it's, it's good so
0: so I'll I'll try and tease out a little bit if if at all possible what what does twenty twenty have in store for for you guys that you can uh, tell us 2020
1: about twenty twenty we'll see drone safe register partnering with, with some quite big names okay and these are people that, that obviously want fully managed drone deployments mm-hmm. um, throughout the UK mm-hmm. and I say we're also in a very very unique position because we we charge a membership so drone safe register hasn't got to run off. Um, making money from drone flights, yeah so if you 're a big national company and you want lots of work done, we haven 't got to put in you know we haven 't got to put a third or half on top of the drone deployment fee, so the prices we can come up with are, are obviously quite attractive yeah, for sure. to people that want lots of lots of obviously drone drone deployments that
0: makes sense anything else that you can tell us or, or, or should we leave it there for now and get you on another time?
1: Uh... No, I can share stuff with Claims. Claims is, a, is an up and coming um, disruptive um, insurance um, company. Mm-hmm. So, we're just about to roll out a, a network of ground responders as well as aerial responders. So, that, that, that's quite exciting. So, that, that's being rolled out as we that goes live on the 1st of March. Okay. But it's, it's amazing how many people phone and the ideas that, that people phone you with. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. But obviously, there's lots of stuff that takes time. Yeah, and, for sure. And that sort of stuff. But why I'm probably going to give up filming so much myself is I is I just don't have time to mm. do it because of what my workload is daily running drone safe on behalf of members. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, g- just go a little bit a little bit more general now. Now we've uh, had that dive in on on the company. A very general question and a difficult one because I think it it's sort of go for it. yeah, go for sort it. of uh, as broad as it can possibly be. But what what do you think the future holds for drones and for the drone industry?
1: The future holds for drones. The the, the imminent future is is confusion and some pain while while the EASA rules are rolled out because mm-hmm. they are just too confusing. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should even attempt to try and educate the members of the public that want to hire operators what the rules will be because there's so many of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think there will be some frustration, certainly confusion uh, moving forward. You know, enforcement's got to happen. You know, if the CEA can't enforce it because they say the police have to do it, if the police can't enforce it, you know, there really needs to be a third party in enforcing it if we want the industry to, to, to grow and also the people that have done the job properly to be rewarded Rather than illegal operators keep keep operating and taking money away from from people that have done it properly
0: yeah yeah okay, and are you are you optimistic about the future, or do you worry that all of this legislation and all of the rules and all of and all the ever increasing paperwork that seems to be, are you worried that that might put people off or
1: no not not at all you know at the end of the day, you know proper people always want to hire proper people, yeah, so you know, being a national organisation with, with a network of, of, of highly skilled operators, we, you know, we are attractive to lots of people um, because because we we have a very secure, solid network, and so so that that you know, moving forward, obviously, a bit, a, a, appeals to lots of people. But you know, people will always want to hire uh, skilled skilled people, and the type of people using our platform. I'm fortunate enough to see the jobs coming every day. They're all they're all quite big or well-established people, um, so so no, it's 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 going to be very exciting. That the, the challenge we've got at the moment is for people to use the technology because the technology isn't new, it's just disrupting traditional methods, and that's that's the what's going through. But as I say, we started off this year double what we were doing last year, and oh, wow. I'm sure the industry you know, the industry is going to grow this year mm. because it's bounty because it has to and will. Um, what's happened is there's less pilots. So I I believe certainly in peak season, I think we're gonna have a very busy industry.
0: Okay. Let's hope so, hey. Let's hope so. Um and then again look again looking into the future, as sort of automation and artificial intelligence and all of that kind of thing, as as they rise, do you think there there will always be a place for a drone pilot or do you think it, it could potentially all become become automated?
1: Uh you know, always, you know, but there's always gonna be a need for you know uh, obviously i say a manual pilot you know rolling out drone delivery and stuff we've just got to be so careful with it because if things go wrong it has a damaging effect on all people in the industry's livelihoods mm. you know you know imagine if drone delivery got launched and and it, you know it did something that it shouldn't have been doing it's it's going to hit the press so any drone delivery automation has to be rolled out properly and and it you know we we as, as operators need to be protected from it but as I say, you know, that there, there'll always be a need for having a, you know, a guy turn up on location with his drone.
0: I completely agree, so I'm glad, I'm glad you do too because you know more about it yeah. than I do. So That's good. Um, and then, is there an area that uh, the use of drones, is there an area that drones have been used that, that sort of surprised you?
1: Um, recently, you know, the bits we've had coming on is, is interesting. Is we've, we've now got people using our network to check on work people have done before they pay final payments. Oh, okay. So, so that, 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 that's a, that interests me. We've actually just had one through this morning, actually. And I think we have one through on Friday. So these are obviously members of the public that have paid, you know, a construction company or a builder quite a, lot, a large sum of money to do work. Mm. And they're now using drones as like a pre-sign-off.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: So, so that's, that's quite interesting. But okay. as I say, you know, you know pr- property marketing will, will become bigger. We just need some of the big, you know, the, you know, some of the big huge companies just to adopt it, and everyone will follow suit. You know, in America, drone use. I was in the states with my children uh, last summer, and you know, I'd only been there for an hour and already saw four or five drones being used when we're obviously tra- travelling through the states. So, you know, drone use in the UK, is, is, sorry, in the US, is very big, and I, I think we're always a couple of years behind the US. So, you know, it's, it, over the next sort of eighteen months, I, I'm, you know, I can see a big boom when people you, know, you start using the technology more.
0: Yeah, I can completely agree with that. I think anyone that has listened to any of the previous episodes of this podcast will, will probably have noticed that a lot of the stories come out, for, come out of America. Um, so I think you're yes. absolutely right. We, they're sort of try, starting to adopt it more and more, and we're, we're probably just a little bit behind at the moment.
1: Yeah, but again, and I think lots of people think drone technology is expensive. It's not. You know, if, if you compare it to, to other methods, it's not expensive. And as I say, drone technology w- will become cheaper mm. as, you know, the, the actual drones are t- cheaper to use. And obviously it's it's becoming cheaper to, to obviously get qualified as well. So mm. Yeah, for sure. Okay,
0: um, and to finish, just a few sort of uh, general, hopefully relatively easy questions to answer, if, that, if that's okay. Yeah. What What is your favourite drone to fly and why?
1: My favourite drone to fly? Ah, my favourite drone to fly. I love dual operation flying. Mm-hmm. So having a a very good relationship with a a skilled camera operator, so pilot and camera operator. So anything that's got dual operation on is is what I enjoy flying. Um, I I like flying quite close to things, you know, quite fast. So the the footage you get is is fantastic. But as I say, you must have a a, a decent pilot that can put the drone in the right place. Mm. And then obviously you must rely on the the camera operator to obviously make the shot. Yeah, for sure. So anything... Anything that's got dual operation, and I'm I'm first of the queue to have a go.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, and your favourite place to fly, and why?
1: Favourite place to fly, you know, I'm quite fortunate because I fly, I live on the south coast, so mm-hmm. there's there's lots of opportunities for um, flying. You know, the Isle of Wight's lovely. Um, you know, we haven't touched at all on stock footage. We but we obviously have a quite a successful stock footage website. We're also top of Google organically for it. Oh wow! So you know, and, and it, the struggle we have is members uploading it mm. to, to the stock, but there's huge money in stock. I remember a couple of summers ago, me and my camera operator had nothing to do that day. The weather was beautiful. We got permissions and I went around the Isle of Wight, and um, you know most of it was launching off a boat. But you know it was fantastic, and and you know it's been really successful. The stuff we got, so so you know it's beautiful on a sunny day flying around the coast. You can't you can't beat it.
0: So there, there's another benefit for any. Uh... Any members listening, you can you can upload stock footage to the website and, and get paid for that as well. If you weren't sure about yeah, that I mean,
1: st- stock stays with us for life as well. Mm. So, say for instance, members join us for a year or two years or three years or whatever. You know, it, it's a pain. Um, it's a bit like an insurance premium or or a pension. It's it's something that will earn you money over time. Yeah. But but you've got to. I think when when we first launched the website, I spent about a day and a half, two days uploading. About three hundred and fifty images, right? Yeah, Um, but as I say, it's there now. You know, it's not going anywhere, and it's selling. So you know, it's it's just trying to get members to understand the importance that you know having a a drone permission and being in the industry. You know, there is other ways of you can make income and and some some good income sometimes.
0: Mm, Yeah, definitely. Um, And your most challenging flight, and why was it so challenging?
1: Uh, Most challenging flight. Probably dragons then. Yeah, say. it's you a know, good one. The, the pressure, you know, flying an in Inspire 2 down a hallway which is probably about a metre and a bit wide, but you know, I happened to hover it there for three or four minutes while I do different cameras and then going in and landing and then you know, I think my 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 um, shirt was lifting off at the back because obviously when I was on the lift, you know, it got yeah. quite turbulent. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, I just want this lift to open, you know. <laughs> so, you know, but thinking about it, you know, going back to it, you know, it, say something had happened, mm. um, you know, that would still be on TV. So, yeah. You know, here's Mark and his safe national drones <laughs> yeah. register. And, you know, and he t- takes Deborah Meadon out or Peter Jones <laughs> out. So, so you know, without any doubt, that's probably, you know, the, the flight of my life, so to speak. But but no, we, we, you know, I've, I've done some quite challenging flying before and I'd much rather have a challenge than um than fly
0: yeah agreed agreed and were you were you more nervous for the for the flight or for the pitch uh
1: I think both, <laughs> I think both. But plus I had no sleep um that there was a guy down here which is in the forces that sadly took his life through oh. PTSD and my wife is very close to him so oh. we were traveling up to Manchester from Chichester which is a, a journey in a bit itself of a track, yeah and then that obviously come to light so obviously my wife was very upset mm. so I didn't actually have any sleep at all the night before, so I was absolutely shattered. But no, it's it, it was good to do it. But, you know, obviously, it's, it's been fantastic for DroneSafe registering members. Yeah, well, you, you, I've watched it quite
0: a few times. You, you did a great job. It's currently on 2 million views on YouTube, and I'll, I'll link it below. what it is now. Yeah. That's not It's not bad, it's very is good. It? I'll link it below, and I'll see if we can uh, get you to 2 million and, and 10. <laughs>
1: Appreciate it. Thank you very much. No worries. And...
0: This is, a, this is a good one, if I do say so myself. If you could film somewhere or something that you've never filmed before, what would it be? And you don't have to worry about the planning or whether you're actually allowed to fly there or anything like that. It's just, what, what would you film that you, that you haven't filmed before?
1: Uh, I think it's got to be London. Mm. Um, only because I enjoy selling stock footage. Um, you know, some drone stuff of London is, is, is always going to win. But, but some quite tight stuff of London mm-hmm. on, on a nice sunny day or sunrise or sunset would be amazing Mm. you know if if we had a blanket permission to do what we want in london one day i would be again first in the queue
0: and can you just touch on why why ordinarily that's so difficult particularly in london
1: um just because obviously you've got restricted airspace and it's such a congested area Mm. and obviously you've got terror threats and you know all the other bits and bobs that you've got to go around and obviously finding people that will give you permission to take off as well
0: yeah yeah yeah. That's so,
1: but as I say, you know, but, but London is a very—it's well, it's a capital. So, you know, it's a very iconic place, and I know how many searches we have for London stock footage. Mm-hmm. But as I say, you know, you, you need to get up for sunrise or sunset, and you can really demand what you want for that type of stuff.
0: That sounds sounds like a good choice to me. And finally, if you could make one change to the industry, what would that change be?
1: Um, confusion updates. The, you know the, the paperwork some pilots have to do, mm-hmm. certainly at renewal. Um, you know, if, if it's going to be enforced, it's great. But again, it's it's not. So, but you know, I know lots of people are thinking this is just too much, to, you know, to do yeah. for what for what I'm doing. But as I say, EASA with the new categories will will obviously help out on that. But you know, it's, you know, and again, you know, getting permissions to fly near airfields, you know. You know, our offices. You know, we're just outside the no-fly zone. Our offices in Chichester. Yeah. And but you know, if I want to walk 10 meters, it's it's in the flight. And again, you know, Goodwood aer- Aerodrome is miles away. Mm. You know, so so that, that that can be a pain. So you know, members are finding that it's not the flight that takes the time; it's all the paperwork and permissions. Yeah. And then you can have someone else doing whatever they want, and it's not enforced. So, yeah. Yeah. So that, that I can see that, that there's huge frustration out there in, in, in the community for that.
0: Thank you, Well, Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much for your time. We really absolute appreciate pleasure, it. God, thank you very much. Um, and good luck for everything that's that's to come in 2020 that you've told us about and that you couldn't tell us about.
1: Yeah, no, it's you know as I say, it, it should be a really interesting year for for us and, and certainly members as well. But you know we're always developing, you know we're always leading, and you know it's it's really exciting. You know I think it's a, it's an exciting time for anyone, but. Sadly, I think there's a little bit of pain around the corner to get some gain, but at the end of it, we should have a really good good industry, and you know it, it should should be growing. You know, it, we, we should be further ahead than, than we are at the moment. but Again, hopefully, a little bit of pain will give us some gain, and then um, it will be a very very busy industry. Brilliant.
0: Well, as I said, the uh, I'll, I'll link the website below, so anyone listening that wants to check that out, please do. If you're an approved pilot and you're not a, not a member yet, go and have a look and and see if you'd like to be. Uh, but Mark, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And I'll, I'll hopefully speak to you soon.
1: Thanks, Todd. Thanks very much. Have a super day.
0: Thank you, Mark. You too. So that about does it for episode one of the Droning On Without His Images podcast. Thank you very, very much to Mark Boyt and to Drone Safe Register for their time. For anyone that's listening for the first time, we also release a drone-positive podcast every single Monday morning, which focuses on positive drone stories. So be sure to subscribe to us anywhere you get your podcast to make sure you never miss an episode of Drone Positive or Droning On. Please get in touch with us on social media. We are at Altius Images on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find us easily enough on Facebook, LinkedIn and YouTube. All of the links for our channels are below. We'd love to hear from you. So do please reach out. Thank you for listening, guys. Please subscribe to and share the podcast so that we can spread it as far and wide as possible. We will see you next Monday for episode eight of the Drone Positive podcast. But for now, fly safe, folks. Bye bye.